I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by the crevice running through your soul that is threatening to break it in half. Instead, it's brought to you by cute little fuzzy critters that are going to patch it up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. There are lots of critters out there who need a home. So if you want a kitty, you want a puppy, you want an adult cat, an adult dog, you want a bird, you you want something else, and a possum. You want a possum? You can probably adopt a possum. Go to your local animal shelter, see who they have that are available to take home. And if you've already got enough friends at home and you can't bring a new one home, remember that they can always use your time as a volunteer or you can always donate to the cause. So get out there, find that little possum friend, and enjoy. But remember, he, he's not actually sleeping. He's just playing possum. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. Do do! I am Devin, joined as always by Joe and Steve. And today we're going to talk about a mystery. I thought we mystery. were. Gonna, I thought this was the laundry episode. Nope. Uh, uh, That's sexist, Steve. 
No, ah. I thought it was a laundry episode because I keep asking what happened to that other oh, sock, okay. and mm-hmm. I don't know if it disappeared in the washer or the dryer, and you guys yeah. keep telling me we're going to cover that story. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually, I'm saving that kind of stuff up for my Matrix episode. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There, because we do live in a Matrix, kids, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we're actually going to talk about the identity of Lyle Stevick. Ooh. This episode has been uh, suggested and requested by pretty much everybody. Oh, yeah. We get this like once a month or two at at least. least. Yeah. And usually we're like, oh, we'll do it soon, I guess, or whatever. So (laughs) good news. We're doing it now. (laughs) We're just waiting to see if somebody would uncover his true identity. Yeah. I do want to preface this by uh, saying that I know this case is a lot of people's pet case you know it's the one that you Mm -hmm. do the most research on a lot of people are kind of obsessed with this one yeah they are and we are gonna try to keep this episode to our normal time of you know about an hour so we are very likely going to leave some things out and the things that we leave out may end up being your favorite detail sorry about that you probably have listened to the show before you know how it goes if you if we leave out your favorite detail we encourage you not important no (laughs) (laughs) we encourage you to engage in the discussion that's happening on online particularly in public forums because it's way more interesting when we can get a bunch of people involved in the conversation um but you know just bear that in mind bear Mm. that in mind please because there are a lot of little details to this story that may or may not be pertinent i could i could Mm. easily see somebody taking this on and being a half half season it could probably it could probably be an entire show maybe yeah i guess you could do that but i don't know People have done more with less. (laughs) That's a good point. I'd rather keep it to an hour myself. Um, And then a final disclaimer before we really get into it. What? There's a bit of a small ears warning because we do talk about suicide a bit. Other than that, it's a pretty safe episode. So your own discretion. It is. Okay, let's uh, get into it. All right, let's do it. On September 16th, 2001, Lyle Stevick was found hanging by a belt in a hotel room he'd rented in Amanda Park, Washington. Mm. Where's that? In Washington. Oh, the the state? Yes. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know, it's it's... funny. I'm pretty sure I've driven by Amanda Park. Have you? Yeah, because Um, I was going up through the Olympic National Forest. Yeah. And I can't remember the name, uh, what number of highway it is that runs right by it. It's 101 that goes through Amanda Park. Okay. So you probably did go through it. Yeah, yeah, because I I remember driving up there last year. Kind of a white spot in the road. Yeah. yeah, No, but yeah, but it's it's in just in the Olympic Peninsula, as Steve just said. But it's Uh, beautiful. Oh, it's very, very nice. Gorgeous. Beautiful country, yeah. Yeah. So police did a search for next of kin, and they found out that Lyle Stevick was probably a fake name, Mm. possibly from a book. It's a 1987 book. A lot of places on the internet, you'll see it referred to as like a 1992 or 1993 book, but I believe the first edition came out in 87 called You Must Remember This. Not the podcast. Yeah, apparently the author, is Joyce Carol Oates, got some uh, some inquiries about this. Yeah, has said that uh, it's just a made up name. It means nothing to me. It just yeah. I just made it up yep. and uh, made up the whole Stevic family. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about the events leading up to and his death, and then we'll talk about some more details, and then we'll talk about theories. Perfect. Mm. Great. Just like to give everybody a roadmap. Wow. The most definitive timeline timeline we have for Lyle starts literally three days before his death, when he checked into the hotel that he would ultimately kill himself in. He had maybe arrived by bus a few hours earlier, uh, most likely on a bus from Port Angeles, Washington, which was a southbound bus heading south. 
Because mm-hmm. Port Angeles is on the northern tip of the state. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but a bus had come in from Aberdeen, Washington, which was a northbound bus. Because yeah. it was south. That yep. was on the southern end of the state. Pretty much about the same time. And when investigators checked with the two bus drivers, they didn't recognize him. But I suspect bus drivers don't recognize most of their Unless you make passengers. a ruckus on the bus and give them cause yeah. to, to take note of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. not. And like, it seems like yeah, Lyle but... was a pretty non. I mean, he himself is not. He's, a, he's actually a, a striking looking guy. He is, he yeah. Was, but I think say. he, yeah, you're right, was. Yeah. But I think he, um, he didn't seem to really make himself known. No, mm-hmm. no, for sure. And, and probably the bus driver is just like looking at your ticket anyway, yeah. not looking at you. Yeah. And then if you just, you know, sit in your seat quietly and get off in a normal spot, mm-hmm. you're, pro- you're probably not going to be noticed too yep. much. Yeah. But again, or somebody could have just dropped him off. He could have hitchhiked, or somebody, actually, a friend could have driven him there and dropped him off. Yeah, or he could have walked. I mean, probably not. But or the I, aliens could have deposited him. We don't oh, know. There's we a really whole bunch of ways he could yeah. have got there. Oh, wormholes, wormholes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, we, but we're pretty sure that he was on the bus. The most likely is that he was on the bus from Port Angeles, so southbound from Can. It would have been from like the northernmost part of Washington, basically. Northernmost reaches. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and actually, you know, you could have come from Canada. There's ferries to Port Angeles from Canada. Yeah, but and... for all intents and purposes, we can say he was most likely coming south. Lyle didn't have any luggage when he checked into the hotel, although there is some discussion about whether or not he had a backpack. In any case, even if he did check in with a backpack, it wasn't in his room when he died. He only had a couple of things. He, only like two things with him besides his clothes. Really? Yeah. Really, yeah. he had like some money and then um, a toothbrush and toothpaste was really the only things that could even qualify as personal belongings that he mm. had in his room. Pretty minimal. Kind yeah. of reminds me of Peter, what's his name? Yeah. Bergman. Yeah. Peter Bergman. Yeah. yeah. Bergman. Peter yeah. Bergman. Yeah. So like we said, he checked in the hotel on the 14th of September, 2001. He paid for one night cash, but he said he was probably going to stay more nights. And he ended up staying three nights. He was initially put in room eight, which was the room that was at the very end of the... It was more like a motel, hotel sort of. Yeah. It was It was almost like little cottages that were two motel rooms in a building. And then there would be space between them. And then another one that had two rooms. And it was one of those kind of places. Not like the Motel 8, which is just one giant wall yeah, of yeah. rooms. Yeah, no. It's, and a town that size is not going to have a big Oh, no, big no. But like just, I, mean, I think uh, room 8 was literally the last room. I think there yeah. were eight, eight rooms. Eight rooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what happened is he got put in room eight and then he came back a couple hours later to the front desk and said, you know, that trailer park that's right next door, it's, it's too loud. I'm having a hard time getting settled. Can I change rooms? And she said, she said that when he had first checked in, he just seemed, you know, nice. Um, but when he came back this second time, he made her feel uncomfortable and he seemed kind of like he was spaced out. But she said, okay, did you do anything in that room? I think she probably thought maybe he was doing drugs or something, you know? So she said, did you do anything in that room? And he said, well, I just messed with the pillows a little bit. And she explicitly apparently said, did you take a shower? And he said, no. And she said, all right, and put him in room five. And that's where he stayed for all three nights. It did turn out that he had actually taken a shower mm. in room eight. So I don't know what's up with that. 
why what why she was concerned about it? Well, she probably just wanted... she would have had to change out all no, of the towels. No, I just towels don't know why soap and stuff. Yeah, right? Yes, yeah, but I but, don't uh... totally understand why he lied about it or why that. I mean, I guess he could if have been traveling. His motivation is to change rooms. He's going to appease her and tell her he did nothing, no matter what he actually did. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, yeah, no big deal, though. But... Yeah, uh, but just like a little odd, I guess. Oh, yeah, it's um, a white lie that's dumb. Yeah, and as mentioned, the reason that the clerk let him check in without ID, I guess, you know, again, small town, they're a little more lenient. Um, mm. So she did let him check in without ID, but she said that she let him check in without ID because he seemed like a nice guy. Seemed like an okay what guy. What a normal dude. Yeah, and then, you know, a couple hours later, she was describing him as kind of off and making her uncomfortable, so I don't really know. She said that she thought that he might have had a slight Canadian accent, but I also think that that could mean a lot of different things. Again, especially since it's such a small place and it is more north, it's so t- totally possible that she just, you know, any accent sounded kind of Canadian to her, you mm-hmm. know? Mm. Well, there's certain there's a whole host of accents that if you're not really paying attention and they're very subtle, people can incorrectly apply them to well, an, another nationality. He probably yeah. just mispronounced a word or two, and she thought, well, since I mean that's so close to Canada, there you're gonna get lots of Canadians there, and she probably just thought, oh, maybe a Canadian by mispronouncing. I'm not saying Canadians mispronounce, but they say things like you know a boat instead of about and things like that. You know, after that first day. The next day, which was a Friday, did we say that? No, we didn't. Friday, 14th. it was a Friday. Yeah, okay. that it was a pretty uneventful day. I've seen reports that Lyle was seen pacing up and down the highway, but I think oh. that that by the side of the highway. I well, yeah, the side of the highway, but I actually think that that's a misunderstanding of what actually was happening which was that hotel staff reported that he was seen walking up and down hallways in like in the motel area. There's no hallways, Devin. They're little bungalows. There's I mean, you could call it a hallway between things. Uh okay, I would I would not call that a hallway, but I also think that if he was walking into the town, he, the only way to get to town is to walk down the side of the highway, so I think that's where that came from. I just I read an interview we'll, that we'll talk about a little later with okay. the woman who's the daughter of the maid that found Lyle, and she had one of the things she said is that she had seen him pa- pacing up and down the hallway is what huh. she called it. So I don't know. He yeah, might have been doing both. I mean, I he had all kinds that. of time. That's I mean, true. True. I mean, the guy had no reading material in his room. Well, he Nothing did. Yes, he did. Newspapers. He had the newspapers. Yeah, but, but I mean, other than that, though, I mean, and uh, you know, I mean, he was pacing up and down beside the highway. Maybe he was waiting for the bus. Yeah. You know, or something like that. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. Um, on the sixteenth, again, not really totally clear what happened. There are some discrepancies in reporting. He was his body was found on the seventeenth. They believe he hung himself either really late on the night of the sixteenth or maybe really early the seventeenth, but probably Sunday night. Yeah, it's hard to say, and, and uh, it, depending on who is telling this in written form on the internet, it can make it very, very confusing. When I first read your stuff, I was like, "That the days are totally off, because I had just gotten finished reading one that I realized had totally bungled the time frame. Yeah, it's a, it's a kind yeah. of weird time frame, because I think people want to truncate it a lot, because there's no information in on between. those two days between. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. People are just like he checked in and then he died, but there's two he days must have in done there. Something. I mean, yeah, one of the things I, I, I haven't seen anything about is what did he do for food the entire time? Did he? Did anybody idea. check the local store to see if he went in and bought like donuts and milk? Or see, that's why I was thinking he that he was, he was walking cafe? in the town. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things somebody brought up, which I think is actually probably a pretty good theory, is there was a barber in town and maybe he went in for a haircut and a shave because he was clean shaven mm-hmm. and his hair was. And he had no razor. And he had no razor. Yeah, but he had no razor. Again, this is this is a little cart before the horse. So, as I mentioned, you may have missed it. He did ultimately uh, end up hanging himself Mm. by uh, was his method of suicide. He had hung himself with his belt and a green. There was a green washcloth between his neck and the belt. There are some not safe for life photos on the internet. They're super easy to find. And the thing that's very weird about these photos is. They are like disturbingly not disturbing to no, look at. Not, Did you guys not, look they're, at they're them? Very, yeah, they're kind of placid is the term I would use. He looks yeah, placid. They're yeah. very calm. No, they're not. There's no violence. No. It's just and you know, it's it's I don't know, maybe it's something with the tone of the pictures, like the actual color tone of the pictures or something. But it's just kind of like, Oh, that's interesting. Not like mm-hmm. Oh God, that's a dead human hanging there. But well, it's like, but it yeah. is a dead human hanging there. Yeah, it's, that's the whole thing. It's like there's this there's this guy lying there, and then you realize, oh, the poor guy's dead. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He just no. looks like sleeping, like kind of like that uh, Mary Anderson. Mm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, she just looked like she was sleeping. So as mentioned, he hung himself with his belt. The there was that washcloth in between the belt and the his green neck. washcloth. The green washcloth. The buckle was facing his chin. And he tied the other end of the belt around the metal pole. And an, they call it an alcove in the motel room. I, yeah, it's, it's the like closet. A, it's like a closet with no doors. And, yeah. and the metal pole is, is one of those metal racks that you see in hotels that you're supposed to set your suitcase on. It, but it's, on at, it's above head height. But, yeah, or it's at is, head height. Yeah, this one is higher than they norm, you normally yeah. see them in a hotel. Well, no, yeah. see, I've seen this before. So what you're thinking of is those little foldable ones that, are, that you would set your suitcase on, yeah. I think. No, this, I've seen this kind before. And they're usually at about eye level so that they... They can be used to, you know, with the yeah, hanger shirts, the and hanger stuff. shirts yeah. and stuff like that. But then it's also got the platform on top, and they intend for you to put your bag up there rather than the mm-hmm. little foldy one. But yeah. I've seen these a whole bunch. Yeah, they also sometimes store extra pillows and stuff like yeah. that up oh, there. Yeah, that, that yeah. Too, yeah, or the iron mm-hmm. if they provide an iron. Yeah. They always provide an iron, Steve. If they provide an iron. They always provide no, an they iron. Don't. Uh, I always make them take it away. <laughs> uh, I can only hurt myself with this thing. I can um, be no good. Yeah, so he he was not hanging off the ground. He was kind of in a, like a kneeling. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was very committed to this act. He was, yeah. yes. And he was facing the back of the wall. So he was facing, he was into, facing the into the alcove. His head was tilted up towards the sky. Or towards the ceiling, um, and he had hung pillows on either side of the the little alcove that he was in, uh, presumably to avoid making noise. Because you automatically are going to thrash mm. when you. He really when... did not look like he thrashed. I. I mean, he probably did. I mean, just yeah, knowing I think human that it didn't nature. look like it because he hung pillows and they absorbed the blows. But Maybe. I, oh. I, it, it doesn't look to me like he did either. Because what he did is by hanging. It, he stuffed the pillows between the sides, the side, and the, the sides of that metal thing in the uh-huh. wall. Just stuffed them in there very tightly and nicely. And if he thrashed, I would think they would have been knocked askew a little bit. But they're perfectly, perfectly aligned with each other. And so 
I, but uh, who knows? It doesn't really matter, is, I guess. It, but the fact the, is, if he, if he did thrash, nobody heard him anyway. The weird thing, though, is that because that shelf was so low, his knees were barely off the ground. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why I say that he was so very committed to, to doing was. what he was doing. He could have yeah. very easily just stood, stood up. up. Yeah. Or even, like... Turn. I mean, like, literally any... Almost any movement would have probably stopped the process mm-hmm. for him. So I think that's one of the things that does strike a lot of people about this case is that he, yeah, I mean, you know, well, there's a lot of things about it. I mean, like, there's a lot of things. For example, like you say, he was, like you said, he was, he was clean shaven. Yeah, you're gonna kill yourself. Why bother shaving? He was clean shaven, and but he didn't have a razor. Right, but why, why bother going to the barber to get a shave? I mean, yeah. that's you know, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. It's weird. There's a lot of weird things about this. Yeah. The pacing by the highway. Yeah. Makes me wonder. So since he was recently deceased, it was easy to get his fingerprints, his dental records, and his DNA. The DNA, I will say, I have, I know is saliva DNA, so they can't send it for a lot of the DNA testing that they would otherwise be able to send it for. Mm-hmm. For, uh, for science reasons, I don't understand the science behind <laughs> it, but there's science reasons. There's, there's that, not enough sample there, I think, is I what think, it is. Yeah, but I think they have some way. It doesn't matter. Anyway, they can't They can't do the, um, what was it? The Mitochondrial DNA? Uh, yeah, maybe that's the one where they can trace the family tree. Uh-huh, mitochondrial. Yeah, they can't do that one. They can't, why not? Because uh, I don't know. Saliva, they science don't think they get enough. Reason. But <sighs> I thought they did because that's how you did it when it's like the 23andMe when you like send in your DNA for like your genetic analysis. So I don't really understand why I have just seen from the, you know, the people who have been really, really committed to this case online, reading through their kind of conversations, seeing that, yes, we, we wanted to send it, but you know, the saliva DNA, for whatever reason, the saliva DNA we have, we need something to test it against. We can't just Well, you know what? what, That's another thing that makes me wonder about this one is why nobody's just done a general test to see what his what his uh, ethnicity is. Well, so that one's a bit question about it. That is actually a bit of a um, a thing. Yeah, I I I don't know. I don't think that there is actual lack of consensus. I think that the the actual investigators are pretty agreed on what his ethnicity is. Mm. It's the internet that is But not. yeah, it's the yeah. internet who's just like, well, I don't know, he looks kind of like he might be this. Which is true. I mean, he does look, you could kind of just put him in a lot of different ethnicities. He, he could be Hispanic, he could be American Indian, he could be Arab There's or a lot. Persian. He, yeah. he looks like a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about all of that. A full isotope report is available online. It's 29 pages long. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about some of that a little bit, but we're not going to go too far into that. So if that's the sort of thing that does interest you, you should look at that. It's got super, maps and everything. Super easy to find. But I want to keep talking about Lyle's, the room yeah. and all of that stuff. Lyle was found by the maid. She ha- she knocked on the door to try to uh, clean, clean the room. Yeah. And she said that when she went in the first time, she thought he was praying in the alcove. She just kind of saw his like knees and saw him, you know. She does what every maid does when they open the room and they see that somebody is there and probably doing something that they don't want to be observed doing. And she went, oh. she simply <laughs> yep. closes the door quietly yeah. and yeah. goes on about her business. Yeah. She's probably thought autoerotic, that thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, okay. I think she yeah. probably just like saw his feet and was like, okay, whoops. Sorry, you know, sorry, Mm -hmm. sir. And, you know, I'll come back later. Later, she came back with a manager and they called the cops when they realized what had happened. And Yeah, the manager is the one that went in and realized what was going on. Yeah. Um, He had left $160 exactly in $20 bills and a note saying for the room. 
because you remember he'd only paid for that first night. $160 happens to be exactly what he owed for and the now, other two nights. It looks like, I've heard it said on the, inter- in, on the interwebs, that they were very crisp, brand new $20 bills. They looked pretty crisp. And they looked in the picture, they looked pretty crisp. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I want to know. Is, are they truly, authentically, you know, really super new, crisp $20 bills? I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know the answer to that, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn it. Um, I know. It's crazy. Ah, Those are the sort of things that would be like really nice to know, but yeah. I don't think people really ask that question a lot. He had um, eight additional dollar bills crumpled in his pocket and a pen. There was some change. I can't remember how much exactly. It's like a buck seventy-five change. or something. I think actually buck sixty. No, buck seventy-five. Something yeah. in like loose change, like dimes and nickels yeah. and stuff like that. And by the way, in the picture that you see that the the, the coins have been like arranged, they've been sorted out. And that was. And did did you say that was done by the, one of the policemen? Yeah. To count them. Okay. Yeah. What I said was there's in some of the pictures you can also see a little piece of paper with columns, mm-hmm. um, and like tally marks that you know, look like, oh, somebody was tallying up how much money they had. It was the detective. Somebody literally yeah. was tallying yeah, up how it much really money was. Yeah. It wasn't some weird thing that was left in the room. It was just the dete- the investigators were counting the change. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how they were keeping track of it. Because it was like a, it was kind of a lot of change. It wasn't, I don't, I don't know how many quarters. I don't remember. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, it didn't look like more than a couple of quarters. Yeah, but most of it was like dimes and nickels, I feel. But like if you're one pennies. of those people who automatically pulls bills out to pay mm-hmm. for stuff and doesn't try to use up Well, it change, was like that. It yeah. very quickly adds up. Oh, totally. Yeah. But it was yeah. more that like it wasn't as though you could just be like, well, there's five quarters, so it's, you know, yeah. 25. No. Yeah, it was a mix. Yeah. It was a bunch of, yeah, a lot of nickels in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty sweet that he still paid his bill that was nice, and kind of speaks to his character probably maybe the only other things as mentioned in the room uh that didn't really belong there were the toothbrush and toothpaste there was also an empty pepsi cup and two copies of the sunday newspaper the local sunday newspaper yeah. the, um, the from the day before yeah the daily world from aberdeen yeah yeah i called um, them and they, they don't have an online archive huh. i wanted to see what that that issue covered Probably 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Since it was right after, less than yeah. a week of after course. 9-11. Yeah. But one of the copies of the Sunday paper was in the trash with the Pepsi cup. Yeah. And a crumpled piece of paper that just said suicide on it. And the other copy was out. Um, so I don't know why he had two copies, but there you go. Probably got it out of the machine and you can always take more than one if you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the honor system. True. But he seemed like a pretty honest guy. I mean, he left money for the hotel room. So, anyway. Maybe he was going to commit originally suicide by newspaper and change his mind instead oh, yeah. of using his belt instead. By just paper cuts or something. Yeah. yeah. He had spoken to the maid on Sunday night, um, just before his suicide, and he had made it clear that he did not need cleaning services, but he did ask for a fresh towel, and he also handed the trash out to her in the hall. He arrived on Friday. Yeah. He hung out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. His body was found on Sunday. Monday. 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 Okay. Yeah. Monday. That's, again, I know yeah. people... Yeah, there's the two days that are like unaccounted for. always messes me for. up because people, when I see the reporting, it's mm-hmm. so truncated. Okay. Probably, yeah. killed, probably killed himself Sunday night, but... Uh, okay. And now... and they, uh, Yeah, he killed himself Sunday night. He was found Monday. Yeah. Okay, okay. And again, back to the maid's daughter who posts stuff on that Facebook page devoted to this. You know what I'm talking about? I do, Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently it was during this exchange that she says her mother heard another voice in the room. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Sorry, that's, I keep stepping all over you. That's okay. No, yeah. it's fine. I, but yeah, she 
there's a bit of intrigue there to, to be continued. Yeah. Um, she did say that, but um, I'm not sure. But he did, she did take the trash out that night. So that was new trash as of Sunday evening. Mm. Um, just, you know, again, if that means anything to anyone. Mm. Uh, Lyle, you know, since he hadn't given an ID or anything like that, but you do have to give an address, a home address for your hotel room stay. So he gave the address of 1019 South Progress Avenue in Meridian, Ohio. Idaho. 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 I like Ohio better. <laughs> right next door to each other, practically. Yeah. So the local investigator... Sorry, did you have something to say? Oh, about... If you look at the note, too, he actually didn't put Meridian, Idaho. Somebody else wrote that in. Meridian, Idaho? Yeah. If you look at, if you look at the, the, where he wrote it down, it's not his handwriting. And he, we can talk about the handwriting okay. in a little bit. His handwriting's not consistent, but the suspicion is that it's because he was faking his handwriting. Could have been. I mean, he wrote in those big block letters, uh -huh. which is like totally in line with what people do when they're trying to mis um, mask their handwriting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we we can talk about that in a little bit. The that the local investigators did, of course, reach out to police in Meridian. They said, "Hey, we found a body." The guy said, "This is his address. Can you go check it out?" And it turned out that it was a either a Ramada Inn or a um, Holiday Inn depending on the reporting. I didn't bother to Google it. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a yeah, feeling it's, it's probably... A, hotels change names. Yeah. It, yeah they change it, hands. It looks like your standard, you know, days in, Ramada in kind of place, mm -hmm. you know, kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, a little better than a, than a SCSI motel, but mm -hmm. not exactly, you know, the Hyatt Regency either. Totally. You know, it's already in between. Yeah, the Hyatt not Regency. Not as upscale as La Quinta. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's right up kind of on a par. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. um, there goes advertising for La Quinta. Yeah. yeah. So um, the investigators had sent over some, some photos of Lyle to the police in Meridian, and, you know, the police in Meridian showed it to the staff at the hotel there, and they didn't recognize him at all, mm. which either means, you know, he never stayed there or something else entirely, which, you know. You know, I, although I think, I think they kind of, like, um, kind of fell down. I mean, the local investigators or somebody kind of fell down on the job there because right across the street, there's, like, a Home Depot and a Walmart. He probably should have walked over there and showed his picture around, too, saying, you know, does this guy shop here? Does he work here? Yeah. They didn't do that, uh, as far as I know. That's I think that's probably true. They yeah. probably should have. I don't know if they fell down on the job, Joe. I mean, that's that's you saying, oh, I see this thing. I think it's interesting. Well, they should do that, where their job is go to this place, ask these questions. I have a whole bunch of yeah, other stuff to do besides this cold case from another town well, that I, I don't mean, have any involvement with. That's the thing. is, that, Of course, obviously, nobody at the time knew that this was going to turn into a, a big obsession for a bunch of people on the Internet. Nobody knew that at mm -hmm. the time. Just one of those things, like, in retrospect, it would have been kind of cool if they checked out this and this and this, mm -hmm. you know, but nobody knew. And you know? again, uh, this is a week after 9-11. Yeah. Most of this country was not operating on all cylinders. Most no. people were still operating in kind of a fog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a physical description of Lyle is he was measured, quote unquote, measured at six foot tall. Most of the reporting you will see uh, says that he was anywhere between 5'10 and 6'2. I don't un totally understand. Like, they had his body. Like, I, I know. Don't just, just... Totally understand why you didn't wouldn't know how tall a human was from their laying down position, but... That's, okay. you know, I mean, I, I see where if you have a body that's several years old, where, you, you know, it's maybe shriveled a bit and you can't really tell for sure. But... Or there's some trauma that's been yeah, done to it. like that. Or if it's in pieces, well, yeah, I get yep. it, man. But yeah, they had a complete body. I yeah. don't get it either. The investigator said that he thought that Lyle was 
25, but the official age range given is 20 to 30. He had straight black hair that, as mentioned, was neatly trimmed and little to no stubble. I've seen some discrepancy on this as well. I've seen either he had zero stubble, definitely no stubble at all, but I've also seen that he had maybe a day's worth of stubble. I mean, you know, for a lot of guys, especially at the, the mid-20 range, like a day's growth isn't really yeah, much to sneeze at. But he did have definitely, he did definitely have a stubble? Yeah. Okay. No, well, no. no, he did not. He, definitely. Didn't, he didn't have a, a, a full on stubble. He didn't have what you and I would call five o'clock shadow. Oh, OK, he yeah. didn't have that. He yeah. might have had a little bit of hair there, but it wasn't anything outstanding. Of it note. was, you know, the same way that a teenager grows a beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the wispy yeah. mustache. Yeah. Um, but again, as mentioned, we're going to keep saying it's a little weird because there was no razor in his room, um, but he was in that room for three days. So his eyes were hazel. As mentioned, his ethnicity is on the internet up for grabs. He's officially listed as white. Uh, there's that speculation that, you know, he's Hispanic, Native American, Mesoamerican, Middle Eastern, Italian, or even from Norway. I'm not sure about the Norwegian one. I, the, the, only, the only connection I can find in Norway is I went to Google Maps and typed in Stivak or Stivak. There's, yeah, it's there's the a, name. There's a Stivic Norway. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I can think. Yes. Uh, that is why people think that. Officially, like I said, he is listed as white. Um, there has been some official investigation into Native American communities as well. I presume since they have his DNA, they've done some kind of genetic marker test, test of some kind. That's hard to say, kind. though, because they keep saying they can't do certain tests because they only have the saliva DNA. Yeah. So, I don't understand that. you got a whole friggin' body to work with. you got all kinds of bodily fluids. I don't think and, they have a body they anymore. they take it until after the fact. I don't think they, they really pursued the, the whole what is his ethnicity until he was in the ground. Uh, I, but I had thought that they took shit, tissue samples and blood samples and all kinds of stuff from his body to save just, just for later purposes. I like thought ID they would purposes. have done that as well, but like I said, I yeah. read... But I get, you know, again, it's all, it's all internet reporting, so it could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But since it's an ongoing investigation still, like, we don't probably have all the information that we could use, you know? Mm, yeah. I, so I do believe that there is some Native American connection, but I think he's, you know, like white slash Native American. It's super distant. Yeah. So he also had some semi-distinguishing fig- features like his nose. Yeah. So it did look like it may have been broken. The ME's report didn't mention that it had signs of actually being broken. And so I actually think that, that it's a distortion from him hanging himself. That happened on the on his nose instead of it actually having been broken like not recently he uh, you know but it, that it was like a broken and healed situation because um, usually there's scars and stuff but I don't mm-hmm. know again he also had attached earlobes which is apparently like a thing that only sixteen percent of the population has and it's like genetic so again that should be something that would help another little thing down. to help narrow it down but. It seems to not really be working. Mm, that uh, with this guy. He had, they just call him marks on his knuckles. Kind of like contusions. Um, officially, they're like Russell's signs, which mm. are calluses on your knuckles, most often associated with long-term bulimia. And we'll talk about that in a little gonna, bit. That comes up in the theories. I'll leave that, that till yeah. then. Thank you. Um, he had perfect or near-perfect teeth. With uh, signs, the kind of perfect teeth you get only from orthodontia, not like nobody's yeah, somebody, ever born somebody with teeth like that. Somebody fixed your teeth for you. Yeah. 
he also had a quote unquote not recent appendectomy scar. Yeah, it wasn't pink still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, at least a couple years old. Yeah. I think faded. He was wearing a blue plaid shirt, a genuine leather brown belt with a big silver buckle while well, he was. Genuine leather. He was wearing it in the wrong spot, but. Uh, and the, the buckle was kind of a big Western buckle. Was it a Western style buckle? Uh, I was going to ask about that. It, the looked like it, doesn't the, look like. it looked like the kind that I a have, loop, which is yeah. just a metal loop. Yeah. I think that is the Western style buckle. Oh, see, when Versus I think of Western like the, style, I think of the big old rodeo oval. cowboy yeah, the kind oval of. shaped one. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I That's know. why I was asking about the style. That's I think what I was thinking too. Just like a not European style. What's the European style? The, the, Thin and narrow. Oh. <laughs> no, the, I think like that I think of those as you yeah. know those square ones that are like a just like a panel and they have like the the hook in the back the and it just yeah, yeah. clicks in. Yeah. That's okay. what I think of. I don't know. Oh, okay. I could yeah. be totally one hundred percent making yeah. that up. Yeah, so um, that's what I've got. Yeah. And then uh, Steve's got the, the loop. This then. is the weirdest episode ever. We're all pulling our belts out. Well, you guys look are. Look at what I'm wearing. Look, yeah. at, look at here. Look at my belly yeah. button. But, oh. Yeah, okay. So it was a loop. Okay. It was a loop-type buckle. It's my understanding that the belt showed signs of significant weight loss. Which um, makes sense on some things that we'll talk about later. Again, yeah. I, and that he had changed changed holes. Yeah, that there was think. significant wear on, like, two different holes that yeah. weren't just right next to each other that or he got the belt secondhand but hey yeah. well the emmy said I, and granted all of the clothes that he was wearing were like his pants were like a little baggy on him the emmy said that he showed signs of having lost uh, about 40 pounds recently maybe or the uh yeah i mean he was wearing a size 36 jeans and, mm -hmm. and the guy was six two mm-hmm Weighed 140 pounds, which mm -hmm. is pretty damn skinny, and I mm -hmm. can't see fitting in this size 36 jeans. That's more like a what, 32 waist? Well, know? I had 140 pounds. At 140 pounds, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's like yeah. So they would have been really baggy on him. Yeah, which is why he had a belt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got I, belt. I, I got, yeah. No, thinking about how much I weigh and what I wear, that that is super balloon pants. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, you might have just bought them at a local Goodwill somewhere in Port Angeles, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I mean. I think the Emmy had evidence other than just the baggy pants to suggest that he had lost the 40 pounds Maybe he had loose recently. Skin it's or my understanding. Or, yeah, yeah, I think there was some like loose skin situation happening. Um, so he was wearing blue jeans, as mentioned, and then he had black leather Timberland boots, which were in like pretty good condition. The, the jeans were Levi's, the boots were Timberland. You know, it's kind of like nicer, but not. Not luxury brand yeah, stuff. Not Calvin Klein. Timberland boots are pretty dang expensive, though, or mm. can be. I was actually, I actually looked into this a little bit, trying to figure it out. And Timberlands began. Timberland, the company, got bought by somebody several times and began to add apparel other than boots to their catalog in the mid to late '90s. And that, and then, and then they started adding more apparel in the mid 2000s. And that's really, I think, when their cost started escalating. So I don't think they were super expensive at this time. I think that they were mid-grade in terms of cost they weren't low-end but they definitely weren't what you would see now when you see the you know some guy on stage at a show performing and he's paid a thousand dollars for these timberlands it's they, no, they, they weren't were, at that level i mean they were like a, boots i don't i'm think. sure that they will bedazzle them with diamonds for you 
and yeah. sell them to you as for as much as they can I if think you yeah. ask. Timberlands were like a good buck fifty or so at least but in two thousand one. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not cheap. I cheap. Mean, but well, actually, but that doesn't mean that he bought the high end boot. Also, remember that everybody makes an expensive model and a cheap model. Yeah, and there's going to be a range there. Yeah. Anyway, um, at some point he had also taken one of an, a bedspread and put it up uh, over the window. Yeah. To block out the light. Or noise. Or noise. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, there's that full isotope review that kind of maps his movements. Such. Where he could have mm. been. Where yeah. he could have been. I, From things a... like minerals and stuff in his skin and hair, which and is teeth. like creepy and useful and can, like can whatever. I, can I step on a soapbox about this thing for a second? Yeah. Because yeah. it, it bugs the heck out of me because... We talked about some kind of isotope review in what was the the Princess Doe. We talked about that, and they had actually been able to narrow it down to very specific sites. In this, there's n- nothing very specific. I mean, when you read this report and you start looking at the maps, it looks like if you were watching the the, the national news and Al Roker or Willard Scott were on there showing you the temperature bands across the country, that's how specific this map is. It's like, yeah. this band reaches from the east coast to the west coast and does this kind of serpentine curve. And that's as specific as well. It... There's uh, there. What, what's interesting is that if you look at the and they, and they map it by by different minerals and stuff. Yeah. And so if you look at the differences between it, you can see space. You can see that there are certain places that are a lot more specific. Mm-hmm. That, but it's that but it's, all, that, that but are, it doesn't pin anything down, and that's problems. that's my problem with well, these people freak have, out. People have, go to town on this. Thing. Well, I have a big problem with this methodology too. Which is that it only maps uh, basically North America, mm-hmm. essentially, and uh, it should be mapping the entire world. I mean, they're assuming the guy comes from North America. The guy might have lived in Asia or Africa, God knows where, his entire life, and only come here recently. And so it makes it look like, wow, he came from this this, this narrow sort of geographical area in North America, but there's, you know, I don't think there's, that's at all proven. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. The one thing yeah. I will say is that I, it's my understanding from that isotope review mm-hmm. that it looks like he spent some time in amanda park like a couple months before he killed himself mm-hmm. and Possibly. then went away and then returned and that's the other thing is like you know, how could that be so maybe this thing isn't that trustworthy after all well i mean it could be he came in and like hid out in somebody's trailer for a couple of months maybe and... he was staying with somebody in that person he was in this witness is like, protection this is a theories thing right but you know maybe he was staying with somebody and that person died and he left and then came back to kill himself because that was mm-hmm. the last person that he cared about and those would have been the two people that knew him you know like mm-hmm. there are reasons we can like theorize just speculate wildly around why yeah. he could have been unidentified in the area yeah irresponsibly I just have two more quick notes before we get into theories. All right. One is what we mentioned already with Joe just kind of like giving us that nugget of... um, Which nugget? Of the idea that Lyle may not have been alone Mm -hmm. on Sunday Mm -hmm. night in his room. Uh, The speculation coupled with him not allowing the maid to come in to clean Sunday night... The maid saying that he, she thought that she heard maybe other voices in the room. And the fact that from the crime scene photos, the 
toilet seat is down. Ugh. Let me finish. Green, makes both, people both seats are down. I mean the rain. Yeah, both seats down. again yeah. makes people believe that he, that means that he was not alone. That he had a female visitor that because, night. Yeah, actually, that's true. That no man ever shuts the toilet seat. That's not true. No, no real man does that. No. <sighs> yeah. That's absolutely not true, you Neanderthal. <laughs> Listen, toilets are gross, and there is no reason that I need to be staring into that thing because I don't like to. And okay. That's unsanitary. Okay. So okay. I was, closed. I was tweaking Steve. Yeah. Because Steve <laughs> does close the toilet seat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I mean, like, that's part of it, too, is that Lyle strikes me as a very clean person yeah, in mean, general. It's not unheard of for somebody to, you know, actually Just put close for both a guy seats. To, to close both yeah. seats. Not totally, but at the same time, it's, it's, it is not typical for a guy to do that. I, yeah, I don't know. I that, just. You know what? That's not true. That it all depends on. Your personality and how you were raised, you know, uh, there's this this whole thing. Every man stands when he pees, but that's not true. There's a chunk of society that where men sit down to urinate just like women because it's cleaner. Yeah, you don't splatter not, everywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a good point. So, <laughs> but every man does stand to wipe after they've pooped. <laughs> no, they do. They they do. You huh? should Google that. No, I shouldn't. You, you mean should. they actually stand totally erect and, and wipe? Yeah. That's every man. There's a lot of discussion on the internet about like wow. I this was a thing that I had no idea, but apparently Suddenly I'm questioning my masculinity. That there are a lot of what people a... who like stand up to wipe. What a bunch of really? monsters. I know, I agree. I, I had who no idea. Yeah. I've been doing it wrong all this time. Oh I my guess. God. I don't know. I'm sure we're gonna get some really great emails from people who are like, You're the barbarian. Oh. Yeah, um, let me guess and you also go from back to front. Anyway, so we've a little gotten a little off track here and okay. what it should otherwise be a very serious episode um i think it's silly to use the closed toilet seat as evidence that someone else was there i also think it's a little silly to use the his refusal to have the maid come in to clean the room as evidence that someone else was there i've caught the maid at the door before and said no 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 i'm fine yeah yeah, no okay here here's the trash bag like just T- well, take off. Exactly, I'm hanging yeah. out. I don't want you in my exactly. room. Exactly. I don't need. It's awkward. I don't need my my bed made, and I can reuse towels that I took a shower with this morning. So, yeah. Yeah. What do I need you in here for? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, there's also some speculation. Again, we'll get to this in a little bit, but that um, he had rehearsed his suicide mm. because the technique that he used encouraged people to um, rehearse it, yeah. and so it's possible he had it all set up already and he was like obviously i'm not gonna invite the maid in here to like see what's going on in here so again she might critique my form no you know i spent a lot of time on that suicide forum and yeah yeah um so i don't really know about that but you will see that around and i think that's as far as we're gonna go into it the other note that i will just briefly mention is that as we said in the beginning there is a character in a book called you must remember this named lyle stevick it's spelled differently. The last name is. Yeah, the last name is. It's spelled with a C-K instead of just a K. But this book is like a super depressing book. <laughs> it opens with an attempted suicide. Of, of yeah. Lyle Stevick. Yeah. And Lyle in this book tries to commit or like at least contemplates committing suicide a number of times. And there's this weird relationship between his daughter and his half-brother who's a famous boxer and... It's just this, it's a really depressing thing. And so if somebody had read that book and was just looking for a pseudonym, picking that one makes 
some sense. Yeah. That's a hell of a coincidence, though. It would be, a, yeah. I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, we all have our favorite books, you know, and maybe it just happens that this was Lyle's favorite book. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let that go. It's, you know, actually it's possible that the guy, like, took a, an English lit class in community college or something like that, and they read that book. You know, maybe See, I was like, no, nobody, nobody's going to let me sign in to a hotel using my favorite book character's name because they know that I am not Curious George. Right? <laughs> no, I know, they know you're well, not. Well, for you, yeah, yeah that's you're true. Not Captain Kirk. Yeah. I don't have enough yeah. hair. Yeah. Anyway, that's my last note. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any other notes that you want to add before we start talking about theories? Uh, there is the anagram theory for his name, which I'll touch on briefly, which is like, you know. Well, is that a theory? Uh, some people have thought that it, it might be. And actually, I got to tell you, before I heard of this theory even, I thought it was an anagram too. So I went out to the webs and I found an anagram maker mm-hmm. and typed his name in to see if I could find anything interesting. And I couldn't. Yeah. So we'll, but, uh, so since it is a theory, you want to save it for theories? Well, I guess. Well, it's, it's not a theory as to who he is. That's just a theory as to like, you know, where the layout, the name Lyle Stevick came from. Okay. I'll allow it. Which is, okay. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, and so there's 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 some thinking there was apparently a now defunct website called I guess Ashley's um, where people went out there to talk about suicide, and it wasn't to discourage or get counseling. It was all like exchanging techniques and ideas and encouraging each other. And there was a guy called I think Stephen or Stevie or something like that. Was it Stephen? Stephen, yeah. Stephen, uh, who talked a lot about hanging himself, kind of in a similar way to the way Lyle did, and then. Somebody, no, it's not similar. It's identical. Yeah. Well, it's identical, except apparently Stephen said that he would use a piece of plastic rope, like like that, that real skinny plastic uh, disposable like kind of rope. boating rope. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, but other than that, it was the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Down and, to the washcloth. Yeah, and exactly. Rope. You even mentioned that, which is one of the things that, that, one of the reasons that I said what I said, because one of the things he posted was, he suggested you use that, some of that that cheap that cheap stuff, like like the kind of stuff that they might use to wrap or tie up Christmas trees at Home Depot. Mm. And that's what made me think. It's the plasticky twine that plasticky you can get twi- anywhere in hardware stores. Use it to tie stuff together exactly, all the time because it's his, strong. But his mention of Home Depot made me think, huh? It's kind of too bad they didn't go check over at Home Depot to see if maybe he worked over there. But uh, but anyway, but it turns out that Lyle Stevick is an anagram of Kill Stevie. Yeah. And so, but, but again, you know, again, this is sheer speculation. Yeah. Uh, well, and let's is, be honest. Yeah. It, it's not as if Stevie was the first person to ever contemplate or discuss committing suicide in that form. People have mm. been doing it for thousands of years. Oh, sure. And so it, it's, I mean, it's not unheard of for somebody to do it in that fashion. Yeah. Mm. The reason that, that Stephen's technique even entered this story uh, I know there are some people online who take credit for it, but mm. is the actual lead investigator on the case m- said that he was aware of Stephen's technique in his mm. initial report. And actually, this particular technique is, isn't unusual, as Steve says. As, as I've seen lots of other suicides. Not, I mean, not personally, but I've, you know, in, in my many, many investigations of the yeah. uh, things of on the, the internet, yes, of the unsolved. Yeah, a lot of people kill themselves this way yeah. more than you would think. Actually, yeah. the first time I, I heard about one of these, I thought, wow. That's almost unbelievable. Somebody must have murdered him. Yeah. But now, now after after several years of this, I realized it's not at all uncommon. Yeah. So that's it for the story. No. Um, we're going to talk about theories now. The first theory is that he was a foster care kid. I mean, it's possible I'm, that... I'm conf- yeah, this one... This one okay. makes no sense. That's why I put it first. I like oh, to put my like least <laughs> the, possible the things first. Ones, yeah. yeah. 
I do the opposite thing that you do, Joe. Uh, I mean, I don't think, and I, this isn't to sound. So well, you're thinking he was in foster care when he died? No, that he grew, grew up, up in, in foster it. care and that's. And for some reason, that's why nobody recognized him. But I feel like more people would recognize him. And no, his, he would probably have a caseworker. And you, you would think something. that, like, Finger some fingerprints. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't, I don't really like it. Uh, but somebody, did you come up with this one or no? Some, somebody some, else. Someone. Okay. It was. It's a dumb theory. I, so yeah, of I was course say, they did I would come up with that, it. And this is. This is going to sound like a bash on the foster system, and it is not meant to. But the amount of dental work that he had had done would not have been cheap. Oh yeah. And so it 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 doesn't say it's not possible, but it it puts it right on the edge. I would say um the next theory is that he might have been where I guess the only theories we're talking about is like who Lyle might have been. Yeah. Right? Cuz we there's not even worth speculation of like really why he killed himself. But we don't have a but, single shred but, of reason to to be able to come up with that. No. Yeah, but you know, a little spattered in there. But um, you really, it's you got to know who he is to find out why he did it. Mm. Really. Um. So the second theory is that he could have been like a migrant worker or a farmer worker or a logger, some sort of outdoor trade. I don't know why people think this. I think it's the like plaid shirt. No, I know why people <laughs> think this. It's because of the isotope stuff where it shows that he moved moved across regions within the last year. And so the pe- people are like, well, why would somebody have been traveling that much? They must have been traveling for some kind of employment. So that's where I know that's where the migrant one comes from. I'm sure it is, too. It also, you know, would if he were like here illegally or anything like that, that would help explain why. Again, nobody really... Maybe some renegade Canadian. Him. Oh, yeah, know. some kind of renegade yeah. Canadian looking for work in America know, for some they. reason. It yeah. could explain um, the weight loss, though. It could explain the weight loss. The big problem with this one is that those are all outdoor professions. Uh-uh. What? No, there's all kinds of migrant work. Like, okay, um, when it's fishing season in Alaska, the canneries are chucked full of people working there. And then the season ends, those people are working in a building. There are certain agricultural things where you end up in the cold storage building sorting the, pro, you know, potatoes or some kind of produce. I don't know. Not all things that are migrant jobs are in the out of doors, you can, if you're lucky, get the ones that are actually indoors. They tend to suck as much because it's cold instead of hot. Yeah, those buildings are usually not well heated. No, because they're meant to keep the whatever the the thing that they're harvesting or making is cool to well, preserve yeah. it. It's, yeah, no, good, very good point. So, but the, the problem I have with this theory is it still doesn't explain what the hell happened to his luggage or his stuff. I mean... Oh, no. Yeah, and not at all. I don't think any of them do, really. Yeah. Well, maybe one, but... Yeah, and it didn't look like from the shape of his hands. I mean, if you look at his hands, he doesn't look like a, a logger or agricultural worker. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of muscle mass on him. Well, and his hands, really his hands a, don't look rough at all. They don't look rough with the exception yeah. of the top calluses. Um, oh. And he didn't have, the you know, the other thing we point out is he didn't have any tan lines. Mm. So he spent the summers indoors, probably. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. There are some migrant worker jobs, and it would explain why he was coming south. 
mm-hmm. um, in September, but I don't know. I just I don't think this do- it doesn't seem right to me for some reason. I I give it more credence in foster care. Oh yeah, because foster care doesn't explain anything. Yeah, well mm. we're you know doing that thing where we're working worst to best. Getting okay. Yeah. From Devin's least to favorite theory. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and you know the weight loss. I guess it could have been due to that, but most often it's kind of attributed to likely bulimia, but maybe just homelessness and, and poverty. I well, was going to say poverty to me sounds more like he may have been living high on the hog for a while and then been out of work and cutting back to save money. I mean, he could have, but he had 160 bucks and he, so he stayed at a hotel that was like nicer. Right. I mean, it might've been his last hurrah. You know what? I'm going to get a couple of bucks. Yeah. Last couple of bucks. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep comfortable for this next couple of days. I'm not going to be sleeping in an alleyway. Yeah, mm. I th- I mean, the other problem I have is how clean and in what good condition his clothes and shoes were in. I had heard his, ho- his clothes were in very clean. They were like almost new. Yeah. 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 They were very well kept. Which again, for a guy who's been on the road and homeless and stuff, that makes no sense. There's yeah. No, there's no laundromat as far as I know. In a town of 250, would there be a laundromat? Uh, I mean, probably there would have mm-hmm. been a laundromat. But even then, I mean... It's just this general wear and tear that happens on clothes when you've been like, you know, kind of abusing them and mm. the weight loss, you know, if he's wearing pants that were too big, they were still like in good condition. And then the thing that always gets me is shoes, like shoes get all scuffed up and stuff like that pretty quickly. But again, they, this all could have been stuff that he purchased secondhand recently. Yeah. If you again say the last hurrah, he's like, you know what? I'm going to wear some nice clothes that are clean and not full of holes for a couple of days. I'm going to go to the Goodwill and holy crap, I struck gold and I found some nice... Because you can. At least you used to be able to until eBayers got onto Goodwill. You could go in there and find little, you know, little gold mines. Oh, I mean, I, I found lots of stuff that was new. Yeah. At Goodwill all the time for yeah. really dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. You can find it there easy. Well, then how do you explain the orthodontia? I don't. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the orth- but- I mean, he could have actually, he could have been raised in a, in a from, come from a fairly prosperous background. And for whatever reason, went out on his own. It's my understanding the orthodontia was more recent. It mm. wasn't like a teenage year. Because here's the thing that happens with orthodontia. I don't... Did either of you have braces? Yeah. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. So my, I had um, I had braces for like seven years or Holy something crap. like that. Holy crap. It was a really long time. It probably wasn't actually seven years, but it felt it like seven years. It seemed like it to me, but um, I know it wasn't. But I, my teeth, you know, I got my braces off somewhere in in high school and it's been a couple of years since high school and i two or um three. two just two or three yeah but my teeth they're they're resetting right they started moving back to mm-hmm. the old, not all the way right because a lot yeah. of the work they did on my mouth was palate work so my mouth actually fits all my teeth mm. um but the kind of cosmetic work of making them be perfect yeah has started to kind of go back no i know that my my teeth actually didn't stay precisely where they were exactly when the braces came off right and so i think they can tell by how perfect your teeth are you know how long you have not had braces it seemed like it hadn't again this is just like a nobody's ever come out and said like and he had orthodontia within yeah i'm not gonna argue with it because it but i don't know i mean i it seemed to me as though it was more recent than like Mm -hmm. he had it as a teenager and they like set back yeah it's another reason to suspect that he was not a migrant worker or homeless dude yeah which 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 fits better with some of our later theories yeah let's duke it out on the next one (laughs) funny pun i know again 
this doesn't explain a whole lot, but there is a theory that he was a MMA boxer or a boxer or an underground fighter. Um, this is mostly suggested because of those Russell signs on the marks Again, on his knuckles. Again, those are the calluses and the cuts on his knuckles. Yeah, so they're, like I said, most often seen. They're, they're on specific knuckles usually. They're on your pointer, pointer. finger knuckles and your ring, ring. finger knuckles. Mm-hmm. And the way you get them, I'm so sorry to say this, but is... This is um, why we get a little ear warning. Yeah. Uh, the reason that you get this is because when you are sticking your fingers down your throat, it's where your teeth hit. To induce a gag reflex. Yeah, to induce a gag reflex to make yourself vomit. It's where your teeth hit your knuckles when your gag reflex kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will. they will generally hit the same place, the same time, over and over and over again. It will cause calluses and cuts to build up in the same spot on mm. your knuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is some thing to suggest that you also get calluses like that if you're fighting. Or if you're doing certain kind of physical labor. He had, you know what's funny? If you look at the photos, uh, I'm, I can't remember which hand it mm-hmm. is that they specifically take the photo of that he has a cut had, before and they, after the, the pointer finger knuckle. Uh, yeah, they both had the marks on them. Right, but if you look... He's also got scratches on his wrist. On one hand, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. so I'm I'm not I'm not willing to, to totally get behind this because he's other he's got other wounds. Well, but they're not necessarily from the same thing or the same activity though. I they're, mean, I, but I get, they're not necessarily from different things either. Maybe not, yeah. I mean one one of the things that one of the reasons I don't like the fighter one is that they're they're kind of on if you make a fist and look down at it, point your fist forward, you know, so the forward part is what you would punch somebody with, right? Mm-hmm. And then the top of the hand that you're looking at is that's where the marks are, is on the top. Right. They're it's, on the back side of the they're, knuckle. Yeah, they're yeah. And so if but if you're fighting, the part that gets the the part that gets banged up is the front of the fist, which mm-hmm. is not where these marks are. They're up and around and behind the knuckles. Yeah. Which is why I'm not I'm not keen on the whole boxer kind of I'm also idea. not yeah. keen on it either, but no, I, don't think, but I, I do it. not think that he saw Fight Club. Yeah, besides which, what's the point of yeah. getting expensive orthodontia if you're going to go out and get your teeth knocked out? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Um, it's not. There's no. There's nothing good here. I wrote a bunch of other mm. stuff in this theory, but it's just not. It's not good. So it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Mm. We're just not going to talk about it. Okay. Another theory is that he came to America as an unaccompanied minor from a foreign country. Maybe his parents um, like left the country and forgot to take him with. Yeah, you know, he was... Or sent him to this country and did, were not able to yeah. join him mm-hmm. or find him when they got here. Yeah. Because yeah. that and does so, happen. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if he was really like 23, 24... At least. You yeah. know, then it's true. He could have... That would have been a really good explanation of he came from a well-off family, uh-huh. you know, got his braces off recently... They sent him over here. They were like, all right, go to America. We'll join you there. And then they lost touch somehow. During maybe the great it's... Canadian Civil War. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was a, I don't know. It could um, be. I mean, th- I mean, things do happen. I mean, and maybe it wasn't even a minor when he came here. Let's assume that, assume he came from, say, you know, Mexico. We did, Mexico just saw a couple of really stupendous earthquakes. So imagine, you know, he comes up here looking for work, whatever. His family gets killed, yeah. you know, in an earthquake in some or natural some disaster, disaster or something yeah. like that. It's conceivable, yeah. you know. Yeah. The next couple theories are all tied up around one theory, kind of. One central theme, anyway. One central theme here. And it's because in America, we literally cannot ignore this. Here's like our little disclaimer is this is not an episode about 9-11, but 
Let's talk about 9-11. Let's hey, you know 9/11. what? Uh, you know what? Jet fuel does not melt steel beams. It's true. You know? I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, again, I don't, we don't want to get into any of that, but I... Uh, it is so close after 9-11. That's why it so didn't have to come up. So close. No, actually, this, this particular day that, it, day that he checked in, my mother was um, in Victoria, B.C., on 9-11. Uh-huh. She had been, uh, she went up there with like three of her high school friends and they all decided just for fun, for old time's sake, they'd all get together and go to Victoria for a weekend and they were going to leave on, on 9-11. And guess what? They couldn't. They, they yeah. closed the border. And my mom was stuck up there for, for days. And she probably, she probably passed Lyle on the highway going the other direction. Yeah. Coming home. I had a buddy who got <laughs> yeah. stuck in California. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same thing. He flew down there for something. He was going to fly home. He had to, he had to, Buy a car and drive home. Yeah, yeah, and that might be one of the, that's one of the things I wonder about old Lyle. If if maybe he was kind of stuck, you know, I mean, for for a few days because I mean that's only nine fourteen is only three days after. As far as I know, air traffic the, was the, the air still traffic, shut down. Border crossings were all shut down. I mean, yeah, I mean, you it was know. full lockdown mode. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Like, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, air, no air traffic. It was the weirdest thing. You go outside, there'd be no. The only plane you'd see in the sky would be a military fighter jet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, I remember it. It was a weird time. It was really weird. Yeah. Uh, But here are some theories on why his suicide might have been attached to Mm 9-11 in some way. Again, this ignores what we think we know about his ethnicity anyway. Just forewarning. There are some people who uh, very irresponsibly suggest, I think very irresponsibly suggest, that Lyle was of Middle Eastern descent and had helped plan the 9-11 attacks. Why then, is that irresponsible, though? Because it's just plain up, straight up racist. They, Why they're is saying it racist? He, he, he must have been Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah. And therefore, because he was from somewhere in that region yeah. of the world, he must have been involved. Because all Middle Easterners were involved. Well, no, I, know, I, 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 get the, <laughs> I, I, I get that whole thing. That, and that, you know, but... If you look at him, if you if you look at take closely, and that's why I, I think they should look at his DNA and really try to understand what his ethnicity is, since it seems to me that Lyle is probably not from North America, because you know they I think, yeah I think he's more uh, from Europe yeah I think and, and he could be from the Middle East. Now, if you look at the pictures of the hijacker, he actually uh, bears a pretty decent resemblance to Muhammad Atta, who was the lead hijacker in nine eleven. Not saying he was his brother or his cousin, but it could be. He could. I mean, if you. But there is absolutely nothing to support that. Just no, like any of this it's, is, it's is speculation. The hard part. Yeah, it's all speculation. But there's there there are other things. I mean, the fact that uh, he he had absolutely no luggage. That no, that nobody knows exactly how he got there, why he was there, and one of the things that really interests me is he got the paper, the local paper, the Sunday paper. And in fact, that might have been why he was pacing the highway on Saturday afternoon, just because it was a Sunday paper. Those usually get delivered on Saturday afternoon. He might have been waiting for the paper. And maybe there was some sort of coded message in, in the personal ads. And, you know, it was time to, and it was basically, well, pulling the plug on you, Lyle, you know, kill yourself or something because you know too much. Mission canceled. Yeah. And again, that's all, that's all pure speculation on my part. But there's, there's some strange stuff about the guy. Like, for example... He had exactly enough money to pay his hotel bill, plus just like eight bucks left over in change. Just enough money to pay his hotel bill. Some people have speculated he used an ATM. There's an ATM or two in town. But of course, if he did that, where the hell is his ATM card? And I don't even know if anybody, if the local police check ATM activity to see if there had been any and and just look at the names, you know, who's who, who, you know, go to the bank and see who was not a local that used this ATM. 
that would be useful information. I, don't, I had no idea if they did that or not. Obviously, getting rid of your ATM card, your wallet, your passport, all that stuff would be very, very easy to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so... But Stick in a purple bag and tr- toss it in the trash. Yeah, but it, but it is interesting to me that he had precisely enough money within a few bucks to cover his bill, which was nice of him to not leave them to not leave them holding the bag. And so again, I don't I don't think this theory is completely racist and outlandish. It's fairly unsupported. But then again, when you think about it, some of those things about the story, like I said, the the total lack of any luggage, the fact that he had exactly enough money to cover that bill. I mean, I, I, there's some things about it that are really, really interesting, and I really think they need to find out what part of the world he really came from. Although not to say that if he was ethnically an Arab, he's not an American. Of course he is, or could be. Or Canadian. Or Canadian or yeah. something. Yeah, I just don't, I don't like it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, think, I think that just because it happened around 9-11, yeah, I don't think that that necessarily tie, means anything. But based on some of the other weird, hinky stuff that happened with this case, mm-hmm. thinking, well, maybe, and, and of course it could be coincidental. It could have been something totally unrelated to 9-11, but, you know, he's still, say, a Russian spy. Yeah, and and they and they they give him the order to you know either either take out the president or kill yourself. He says, okay, flip the turns out a cyanide tooth <laughs> yeah. didn't work yeah. or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I mean, I think that the, I, there are more sympathetic reasons why he that are tied up with nine eleven that he might have killed himself mm-hmm. that don't end with him being a terrorist. Yeah, um, there are other possibilities. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them would be that his family could have died in the 9-11 attack. Mm-hmm. That would also explain why nobody was able to say... ID him? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's... I mean, because his, his picture has been pretty wildly circulated. Wildly? Widely, widely yeah. circulated. And, yeah. It's also been wildly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... It's, again, it's it's like the Laurie Erica Ruff, you know, it turns out that one was solved, but... Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people looking at this picture and, and really nobody said, you know, anything. So that could explain that. It could also explain, you know, maybe he did have some kind of familial connection to Amanda Park. Sorry, I forgot where we were yep. yeah. at for a second. And, you know, he and his entire family traveled over there and then they all died in the 9-11 attack. And he made his way back, you know, slowly to where they were from. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe, don't they, know. maybe they vacationed there when he was a kid. And yeah. He had, and he he had, had fond had, memories yeah. of that wonderful family vacation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there's also a theory, I don't like this one as much, um, that he was supposed to have died in 9-11. That whole, like, a la that post-secret Sneha Phillips oh, sort of yeah. thing. You know, that every... whole that whole thing is, I'm pretty sure, an art project. Yeah, I think Post so, Secret. Too. Which one is that? Post Secret, it's the everybody who knew me before 9-11 thinks I'm dead. That's not Post Secret. That's just a secret that was sent into Post Secret. Right. Well, that's what I'm sorry. It always gets, re- it's always referred to as the Post Secret Secret, I believe. Is that the proper? Oh, okay. Postcard. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, it's, oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that is something I, being actually, creative. Actually, I said that. I, I'm confessing now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. It's about time. Yourself. I was going to yeah. say, it explains take, why like nobody, like we don't know your family or anything. Yeah, now we get to take yeah. that one off the list too. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Do you, you wonder why yeah. you've never met my parents, for example? Yeah. yeah. So that's it for the 9-11 theories. 
I don't like any of them except for maybe like the family died in nine eleven and. Mm, I think it's a, I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, but I, I think, think it's, it's, worth a, it's worth a look just because of the the coincidence and everything mm-hmm. around the, around the date. But then again, there other people died and committed suicide around the same time too. Yeah, that's absolutely know? true. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's worth a look, especially again. I think if uh, it turned out his ethnicity was Middle Eastern in origin, well. It'd be worth pondering a little bit anyway. His ethnicity, though, I mean, I don't want to beat that horse because it mm. kind of is getting there. But his ethnicity could have literally been one of at least a dozen oh, things. That's that's why it'd be it'd be kind of it'd be kind of nice to find out because, like I said, he looks totally like he he could totally be American Indian, an Italian dude. Yep. Uh, you know what? Mexican. He actually I mean, looks, he like, looks his... like he could be from all kinds of parts he of the world. Looks, at times, I think he looks Slavic. Yeah, I yeah. I think he looks exactly like you know when they do those progressions of like what what's everybody gonna look like in a hundred years and it's just like this amalgamation. Oh, of like as you age? Every, uh-huh. No, no, no. It's not as you age. Oh, it's the amalgamation it's all of, the of ethnicities merge. Mm-hmm. I he looks like that to me. Got it. I mean, yeah. he really just looks like it's just this jumble of like a bunch of stuff. But that's just me. Um, yeah. Do you, okay. So the only other theory we have is murder. Oh, I like this one. Of course you do. I always like this one. Uh, you know, and the things that people give to support this are um, he may not have been alone Sunday night. The complete lack of personal belongings, like you know, his his, his room could have been, them. yeah, cleaned. Yeah. Like they could have taken Maybe the backpack that he that might backpack, have had. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can you? I'm sorry, you're gonna need to give me a little detail. I think I know how this is supposed to have played out, but how was the murder supposed to have been carried out? Uh-uh. I mean, he was, he's in a, he, he's hanging yeah. mm-hmm. and it does, it did not appear that there was any struggle marks on his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually no ligature marks anywhere other than where the belt was. So that's why I'm trying to understand like how this, he was murdered theory has anything behind it other than it must be. Well, two things. Okay. One thing that I did not mention before, but I will mention now is that his system was completely clean he had no alcohol Mm -hmm. tobacco or drug in his system right so he wasn't that but convincing someone to kill themselves is kind of murder okay so it's not that somebody hung him there and then held him down till he died i don't think that i have definitely seen some people online say he must have been drugged with some sort of unidentified we know he wasn't drugged drugged, so well they were like oh it just didn't show up in the of course that's of course you don't don't really know what they're checking for in the toxicology yeah maybe somebody could have gassed him with carbon monoxide from a car i don't know if they checked for that or not who knows i mean Yeah. yeah so i don't know i don't think this theory works particularly well the only other thing that um can come up in evidence for this would be the weird discrepancies in the handwriting which Mm. is joe was talking a little bit about this earlier but yeah well well the the discrepancy in the sign-in note i think can be explained pretty easily because if you look at it uh, where he put his name and his address down it's a piece of paper I think it was like the back of an envelope, actually. It was obviously it was. a very informal setup at this little motel. Yeah, so it was actually, yeah. it was the it was at the front of an envelope, and then that was where they would put the cash that he had paid for the night of mm-hmm. the hotel, and then anytime anybody would go to pay more towards a room, they would just keep putting it in that envelope, and when they checked out, they would look that in the envelope and see... who paid what. Yeah, and they would look in the envelope and see, okay, you paid for three nights, you were here three nights, great, you're good to go. Yeah. Right. So it was actually on an envelope. Yeah, it was. And so you can see where somebody has written three lines there. They've written or no, it's a, yeah, date, name, address, state in three lines. And then 
You can see Lyle's handwriting, Lyle Stevick from 1019 South Progressive Street. And then below by state it says ID. And then somebody to the right of that is written Meridian, Idaho. It's the same handwriting. It's not Lyle's handwriting, but it's the same handwriting as whoever it was that wrote date, state, uh, date, name, address, and state on the left well, side. Well, that could have been the clerk took it from him and said, wait, wait, what is... What, what state? Yeah, the clerk, that, no, that's what I mean. I'm not yeah. saying it's suspicious. Yeah. Not, that's what I'm saying. Is, that's what I'm saying. Is the clerk said, well, what's the city? And the clerk wrote it. And mm-hmm. the clerk yeah. was the person no, who wrote it. That makes that. total sense. And Absolutely, so when people yeah. say those discrepancies are suspicious, eh, not at all. I would agree with that. But then again, too, um, I you know, I don't know, Meridian, Idaho, or maybe the clerk just knew it was just as soon. No, nah, I don't know. You can't because there was no zip code. Yeah. If there I, were a zip code, I'd say they, you know, the investigators wrote it because they knew, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing I will say is I do think the handwriting, I think he was masking his handwriting and that explains this. But I will say that the suicide, the note that just the said, suicide, that says suicide in the trash looked pretty different to me than the handwriting that said for the room. Well, you know, I got to tell you, though, the... Uh... Like, my handwriting can depend on uh, my mood, oh, uh, yeah. my posture. Like, if I'm standing over a table writing versus sitting down at the table writing, all, all that stuff affects it. How much coffee I've had. <laughs> I mean, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I and agree. There's all kinds of things that yeah. affect your handwriting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing is that, that people say that because he had written suicide on that little piece of paper that he that was somebody he had written home or something like that. But I don't, I don't know. I would think that if he had written anything else, you know, you always see this in the movies, oh. and occasionally this is real, is somebody writes on the little pad of paper that's in the hotel room and then pulls it away, and they can see the impressions in the next the next couple of sheets of paper. Yeah, but like since... you would think that they would have looked for that thing to see, well, did anybody write on this? You would yeah. think that they would have. But know. since the, we don't know what he was doing for two days, right. he could have written it somewhere else, or yeah. he could have gone and bought a different, you know, a, just a nice card or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, we, yeah. at the end of the day, this is just a totally unsatisfying case that we've talked about for an hour and a half. Uh, hour something. It is unsatisfying. I, I would like to see them take the, uh, the isotope analysis and broaden it to the entire world, see what other parts of the world he might have lived in previously. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Uh, you know, and uh, and a- another 9-11 connection is perhaps he was a Saudi citizen and his death was just uh, just kind of, because, you know, he did come out from actually a fairly well-to-do background, but it was kind of a coincidence. And, uh, or maybe he was just worried about the future of his country after it turned out that 19 of the guys, 19, like most of the hijackers were Saudi nationals. And Saudi Arabia, of course, is a participant member nation in Interpol. And, of course, his fingerprints and all the identifying stuff was sent to Interpol. Nothing came back. Could yeah. be that they, it could be that the Saudis, for example, got the Scrubbed fingerprints. Scrubbed him. And they ran and, they, and, oh, oh, yeah, it's Ted. Oh, that would be embarrassing after all these other things. Uh, let's just tell them we got no... That's just, Ted doesn't there, exist. There ain't no match. No, sorry, guys. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I don't know. It's just super unsatisfying and really sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it would be nice if, if we could find out who Lyle was and, you know, put a name to his face yeah. and everything like that. I mean, so if you know maybe Lyle. Maybe he's got some family. Yeah, if you know Lyle, obviously you're not talking, so we're yeah. not going to ask you for an email. Yeah. Yeah, don't send us an email. Don't. Yeah. Actually, do. Yeah. <laughs> Please, because I really, I'd really love to know. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse psychology. We don't want to read your dumb yeah. email. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you guys have anything else to uh, I got nothing this? else on this one. Ah, no, unfortunately not. Yeah. 
If you want to see some of our research that we did, um, you can find that as well as links to buying merch. You can also listen to our episodes. You can also find an entire comprehensive episode list on our website. That website is, of course, thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can listen. You know where you're finding us to listen to us. Uh, If you can subscribe wherever you're listening to us, do that if you haven't already. If you can rate and review, do that because that's how other people find us. No. You can find us on social media. Yep. We're on Facebook. We're actually twice on Facebook. We've got a page and a group. So yep. like the page, join the group. Twice, when that's you, really huge, man. Yeah, when you yeah. join the group, make sure to answer those questions or else our mods probably won't let you in. Mm. You They're can, not that personal either, by the way. They're bouncers of the internet. They are. Yeah. They are our bouncers of the internet. Uh, you can find us on Twitter where we are thinking sideways. You can also find us on Reddit, where our subreddit is, surprise, Thinking Sideways. Well, um, I know, it's, it's, just, it's a huge surprise. Yeah. It's a twist. You can also, you can send us an email if you just want to talk to us or like whatever. I don't really care why. Just send us an email. The email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Pretty much. And by Streaming. the way, yeah. yeah, we did that. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, iTunes, Google Play. Yeah. All of, all it. of that golden. having been said, um, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, We'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, back on the bus for me. Bye, guys. Bye.